everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Drunk Riders. As always, I am Marcus. And I'm Mark. And I'm Mike, because clearly Mark missed a memo. <laughs> well, Ooh. I mean, you're not popping, baby. You're not popping. You got to pop. I didn't even spill it on my screen this time. Mm. Well, thank God for that. But hey, I'm not ready to pop yet. Oh shit! Hold up. <laughs> and this week, while he figures it out, special guest James Larson, longtime friend and fan of the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, How you, you know, it's beautiful, baby. <laughs> He's joining us for the discussion of a lifetime, which we know very little about because we're stupid. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that being said, gentlemen, I am drinking a full sidle, you know, chata. Nice. Delicious. Mike, I get no reaction. Wait, Mike. <laughs> Did we lose Mike? He might've spilled or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he might, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. So okay. I'm. I'm saving my you know chata probably for next week, but right now I'm finishing up a uh, Labatt's again, of course, because I still have way too much beer left over from my wedding. So <laughs> that's just all left from your wedding. Oh yeah, I mean, like I'm. It's not like I'm mainlining beer every single night, <laughs> but true. yeah, I that's still true. have a, a decent amount of beer left from the wedding. And then when I finish this one, uh, I'm going to open in a few minutes. Yet another naked dove. This Ooh. one's a Scotch ale, so looking forward to it. Should be pretty tasty. Terrific, right. Marcus. What'd you say you had? A false idol. Oh shit! You know chata, baby. What you think? What you think? What you think? Delicious. Love it. That that's it. Delicious. Love it. Yeah. No. That's great. <laughs> now you now you know chata, son. Now you know him. <laughs> He's a, he's a nice guy. All right. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I really do like it. Okay. So I've got something brand new for me. Oh. This is Sorry. from Other Half Brewing. My boy Kyrie hit up that olive oil. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hold on. I got to hit this right. Mmm. Fruit. <laughs> it is a blood orange hibiscus sour. What? Oh, okay. That sounds good. First sip time. Oh. This is turning to borderline porn, and I love it. <laughs> I'm going to put an advisory NC-17. Interesting. Beer enthusiasts everywhere. <laughs> Interesting. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> I can hear you drinking. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that great. Yeah. Oh, really? What, what don't you like about it? it it's kind of just there. Huh. It's not as much flavor as I thought it would be. That's that's really disappointing. Interesting. Was it just dull or doesn't pop like you expected it to? I thought it was going to be more. It's, it's very, very light. So... Let me let oh. me sit on it for a little bit. I'm I'm curious. Okay. Oh, you better sit on it, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm being boring tonight. I just have a diet, Dr Pepper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised it wasn't a Dr Pepper Zero. 
didn't didn't, uh, didn't Stillwell have a yep. Diet Dr Pepper? No, he had a, a that was a Diet Coke. I forget. <laughs> I don't know, but Diet oh. Dr Pepper is my god tier drink. Like I'd rather have that than any other soft drink. Oh, hey, nothing wrong with that. I mean, so <laughs> shoutouts first of all to everybody going to the birthday party this week. <laughs> Which is three out of the five of us. <laughs> Mark, Mark is not available. Mark, and you disappoint us. Right. I'm sorry. So Angelo Giles put a damn shirt on. He did a video without a shirt on. I don't know if you guys saw that. Hey, he's got to own it. Good for he him. Does. He appreciates it. He he lets it rip. Good man. Well, Mark, you have an announcement. Do you have an announcement for the team? For the fans? Oh yeah, yeah, you know, let's let's uh, let's table that one for a little we'll bit. Table I think it for we, a little I, bit. I think we had a question somewhere. We'll uh, maybe we'll, we'll talk do. about that with the. It's okay. I'll let you. I'll let you hit it. It'll be good. Yeah, there uh, is a question, to... so we'll, oh, we'll wait till then. Shit. Okay. <laughs> so right. I just finished pouring the beer, and there was like a sediment at the bottom that just kind of flavored it up a little bit. So. Oh. Maybe oh, the, the um, olive oil delivery service didn't do the best job with it. Ooh. <laughs> well, normally with those kind of beers, you got to like roll them on the table a little bit to get the sediment all mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. That might've been a me, me issue on that one. Whatever. Anyways, let's Maybe move on to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still nothing to write home about. So. Oh, you did Gucci baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, also, of course, shout out to, Gabby Gomes, everybody's favorite. I am so pumped to get to hang with Dude, the Gabs. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hug her for like five minutes straight. Just like I missed you so much, <laughs> and not make it awkward. All of you thinking weird. <laughs> She's just the best. I did the same to uh, you guys whenever I see you. Right, the big arm hugs. Whenever I see you guys, man, it's borderline snuggles. I love it. it we and, have to give a, a shout out to Sloan. Oh no! Of course, yeah, hey, listen, when good. when this episode drops, he will be an old man like me. He'll be yeah. That's right. Oh jeez, you old you old bags, you guys. This <laughs> this weekend in Orlando is Sloan's fortieth birthday party. Let's go. 40. Hashtag forty is the new four. I don't get that, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> By the way, just just so everybody knows, this came together out of nowhere. Like it was and, legit, kind of a couple's trip at the beginning. And now there is forty-two people going. Wait, that's insane. No, forty-one. <laughs> excuse me. Yes. So it's ballooned from like two people to forty-one people. Buzz bars, baby, represent. <laughs> Yes, big big shouts to the Sloan man. Appreciate him every day of the year. Um, yeah, so today we have, I mean, the news, the only news of the week, really. Uh, seas and fun. It's, there you go. <laughs> I, I think I posted it on Twitter. I did not have that on my bingo card. Like, that's that's one that I did not see coming. Yeah, yep. the, the uh, tw- 2022, what's going to happen? What? I could see the the Six Flags side of it, but 
Uh, and then, uh, again, we didn't have much news, some, some small stuff here and there. Um, a couple of questions. Uh, ugh, excuse me. Construction updates out there uh, with uh, Diabolical, Indiana Beach, Silverwood, Icebreaker, you know. And then, of course, oh, yeah. Thank you. Look at uh, James. Look at you contributing. Mm-hmm. SDC land purchase. Oh, I shit. Forgot. Thanks. Thanks, bud. Forgot they did you that. You got to cover it all, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, questions from the fans. So Let, let's crack this baby open real quick. This so, is a, oh, this we're, we're going to crack this baby open. <laughs> oh, I love it when you crack it open. How about that for a segue? Look at you. Oh, look at, oh, <laughs> look we at are the you. master of segues. All after. right. So, oh. the big news this week is Seas uh, has made a, um, an unsolicited bid. There it is. To take over <laughs> Cedar Fair. All right, James. First yeah. thoughts. So what what is being reported? Because it, it came out on Bloomberg uh, yesterday, which was Tuesday morning, that a $3.4 billion all-cash offering for Cedar Fair was being made by Seas. Uh, a little, I think at first when I saw it, I was caught a little off guard because it just did not seem like the, the, that those numbers were real. And then later on in the day, Cedar Point, or not Cedar Point, oh gosh, uh, Cedar Fair put out a pretty standard uh, blanket press release saying that they'd re- received a uh, unsolicited offer, which unsolicited offer is the words wording that you use would use for a what would be considered a hostile offer in other terms. It's yeah. essentially, see, uh, Cedar Fair wasn't looking to be purchased. They were approached, and so now... They have to. They have to decide whether or not they will advise their shareholders that it's a good deal, or and then if they do, then there'll there'll be a vote. There's there's all kinds of processes beyond this, but just the the fact that we have two of the big companies looking to to come together, uh, that's crazy to me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and and oh, go ahead. I was just say, and from a, from a. a a dollar perspective. I, I, I think this, this is sees uh, striking while they think that Cedar fair is vastly undervalued. And today, a day later, the overall, the market uh, and all the analysts that I've been reading, they, they kind of agree that, that this, this deal is seriously undervaluing uh, what they think the potential of Cedar fair is. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. They're 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 striking while it's low. They're 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 playing the stock market, right? They 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 know something's got better quality than it is right now, and then they're looking at like we can make a shit ton of money. Yeah, because looking at some of the numbers, what basically we all know that Cedar Fair could have done a better job with navigating the pandemic, and but then they had that incredible third quarter, so. If you're C's, you're looking at this saying, oh, they were struggling for a little bit, but they're starting up on the upswing again. So this is this is the time if we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of that third quarter, so like if, if you look at the numbers of that third quarter, it was it was fantastic. 
but it mm-hmm. was barely in the Cedar Fair top 10 for the last 10 years. So in top 10 yeah. quarters. So it was basically a run-of-the-mill Q3 for Cedar Fair. Compare that to SeaWorld, same Q3. They made almost 50% less on their their net income. And that was their second best that they had ever had. That just goes to show how important running the uh, your business has been in the last two years. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and right. C- Seas has had stability in, uh, in not in terms of their management, but in terms of their the value of the company. Um, mm-hmm. They they're incredibly high valued compared to what they actually produce, and I think this this deal somehow is taking advantage of that. And we can get into the the whether or not. SeaWorld actually has this money or if there's some type of third party involved. Um, there's there's all kinds of, of weird things that could be going on here because I, I mentioned this in the Discord. These big companies don't operate in the real world. They don't, you know, they're not they're not required to actually have some of this money. They can have all these financial instruments uh, to create money and to purchase other companies that uh, you know normal people don't don't have. Yeah, and then if you're looking at, and our boy Andrew Hyde always on top of it when it comes to um, how these big companies are rolling, if you're looking at numbers for 2021 from Q1 to Q3, net income for C's, 102 mil. <laughs> Cedar Fair, negative 21 million. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's honestly that's, a little deceptive. Um, but, but, I mean, it's still a number that's going to go into is, some people's minds number. for sure. Yeah, because you, know, you do have the fact that uh, they had most of their parks not able to run until the, you know the the end of Q2 anyway. So yeah. Q1 is always weak for Cedar Fair. Q2 is always meh for Cedar Fair. Q3 is always big. Yeah, and so it it kind of follows a a, a pattern. Uh, but and you know the Q1 and Q2 for Cedar Fair were were pure just surviving the pandemic. Yeah. Whereas yeah, SeaWorld has parks in places where they were, you know, their, you know, their biggest parks were open all in, in Q1 and making lots of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, uh, quite the opposite for Cedar Fair. Right. Right. Canada's Wonderland was closed all year for it, 2020. If I remember right, it was still, it's still at limited capacity all the way through the end of the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, th- I think if, and quote me if I'm wrong, boy, I think that's the highest attended uh, park in the chain. Knott's uh, is the highest. Or, but is, or is it Knott's? I was like, well, Knott's is also open year round. and Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the biggest non. Non seasonal. Yeah. Or yeah. seasonal park. It's yeah. usually Knott's, Canada's Wonderland, Cedar Point, Kings Island. Yep, in that order. But yeah, it depends yep. on the way you slice the data. Because if you normalize it for time open then canada's wonderlands uh edges out knots a little bit yeah and looking at a lot of of the way the timing too because looking at compared to what and this because a lot what a lot of people are doing comparing this to what six flags did in 2019 if you're comparing it the the how the financials work out drastically different Mm -hmm. because both companies seas versus six flags we're in a drastically different state. Yep. Right. Profitability, uh, stability, what they've been doing, and while Six Flags, well, I know we've we've 
we've hated on them a little bit, but not terribly. I think they came out on the brighter side of the, the pandemic comparatively oh, to yeah. where they were before. But Cedar Fair has been hurting from the uh, thought stamp. Thought what? <laughs> from the um, uh, view standpoint of pretty much every everybody when it comes to how they've been operating their parks. Uh, why they were closed for so long, why no special offerings, right? Shit like that. Just to try mm-hmm. to get up a little bit of money. Yeah. Well, and then you also have Cedar Fair, you know, giving away their pass revenue for 2021. So all those passes that were bought in 2019 for the 2020 season then got extended for all of their parks through all of 2021. And so they've been divvying up that that revenue that came in in 2019 and spreading it across for each, each day a park was open, uh, the, that park's passholder revenue, you know, they, they ticked a slice of it as, as part of their, their counted revenue. And so with, with as good as Cedar Fair's Q3 looked, that was still with taking essentially half of their passholder revenue because they applied half of it in 2020, apply another half in 2021. And then going forward, you're going to be applying all of it on open days. So yeah. it's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I really, I really think that this, like I said earlier, SeaWorld is striking while they, they feel like Cedar Fair is, is incredibly undervalued. And, and I, Sloan is mentioning here in the chat, and we have to mention that the timing of this is, is, is perfect for the SeaWorld perspective. They get their bid in, they say, hey, we're offering at $60 per unit. And then that kind of sets the bar for what, you know, Wall Street is going to trade these at, even though most people are thinking that it might, it sh- the actual value should be in the 70, 80, $90 range. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because you saw both of them, especially right after it was announced, both uh, companies went up in the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. They had to hold yeah, trading for yeah, at least Cedar it, yeah. Fair for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, another thing to mention about timing is, um, all the Q4 and the year-long uh, earnings calls happen um, throughout the month. So uh, I, th- I don't remember the exact date when Cedar Fair was supposed to uh, do theirs. But, yeah, that's coming up in a couple weeks. So Yeah, February 16th. There it is. For, yeah. for Cedar yeah. Fair. And then C's will be is anticipated to be like the, the next week. Okay. Oh, shit. Yep, striking it while it's and, hot. And this, and, and that's where the, the timing gets weird because Cedar Fair could have a killer Q4 and then all of a sudden their stock gets potentially blown up higher without this deal in place. But now with this potential deal in place, it might not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the possibility of C's, especially if they can get it, to make a shit ton of money off of this is through the roof. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm probably going to be the odd one out, but I I honestly I love the idea of the merger. I I, I think that if done right, strengths can feed upon strengths, and not necessarily weakness feed upon weakness. Across right. The- so and- this is actually that's actually a good segue. I was uh, Sloan mentioned this, and I was going to think at this as well. Um, is this an acquisition or a merger between them? Because that's a big difference in how it, the operation. Huge difference, and this is where I I'm. It's reported as an all cash offer, but C's doesn't have three point four billion 
dollars. Yeah, they don't mm-hmm. have it sitting around. <laughs> they don't, they, I mean, even like in in the middle of the pandemic, when they were maxing out all of their credit lines, they never reported that they had that much available liquidity. And so there, there's a couple of options. It could be something to work with the massive amount of debt that Cedar Fair has. They've worked with a creditor to re to refinance that debt and some type of package that includes buying it out. Like there's all kinds of weird units. There could be a third party involved. Um, Scott Ross's uh, Hillpath Capital could have somebody else sitting to you know front money that they're going to then ingest in. There's all kinds of ways that this, where this money could come from. But it, it is it is weird that it's being reported as an all cash offer and not a uh, a share for share merger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is the interesting part because now you got to know who else is involved in this because there's a couple of, of capital firms I saw mentioned in the two articles I read about it that are involved with C's. So you got to wonder also how much they're fronting on this if they want this to happen, right? Yeah. And James, you also mentioned strengths playing on strengths. And, you know, once you start to think about it, it does kind of make sense why, um, why C's would want to take over Cedar Fair, but also why Cedar Fair would want to join forces with C's, so to speak, because really they operate in different regions for one, but um, SeaWorld Parks has been trying to get into um, resorts and hotels for years now. And you really haven't seen it take off the ground, but honestly, Cedar fair, that's kind of their bread and butter. You've got all these parks in their chain where they have multiple parks, have campgrounds or hotels or some sort of resort offering with them. So then if this does go through Cedar fair or, uh, SeaWorld parks could leverage that experience from Cedar fair um, to expand their own park offerings or their original park offerings, so to speak. And then on the flip side, honestly, Cedar fair parks kind of lack charm in a lot of respects. So uh, that would be interesting <laughs> to see. If, I'm so I'm sorry. Concrete pathways with nothing going on. Isn't charm to you. <laughs> right. What's but up? No, like, it, would, it would be interesting to see if, if uh, if all the Cedar Fair parks would essentially be beautified and not maybe not quite to like Bush Gardens Williamsburg levels, but like much better looking than they are right now. Uh, here's where I, I think I might diverge as well. I don't know <clears throat> how much would really change with Cedar Fair parks. I think they may, you know, if, if C's were to go through it, the, if Cedar Fair were to go through this, then I think it'd be more of a. Uh, possibly more of a um, seas change than a Cedar Fair change. That might just be me. I, I might be looking at this a little differently, but you know, and and speaking, you know, just looking back because our, our lovely man Sloan, he uh, unfortunately could not make it due to some technical difficulties, but he is he is blowing up our chat. Yes, he is <laughs> like a full adult. If anybody knows, so those of you who know Sloan, Sloan's a smart smart man. He is uh, knows what he's doing. And this is kind of his bread and butter. So it's a shame we couldn't get him in here because James knows a hell of a lot. And we're a bunch of morons. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we are not very well versed in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the just the on going on the idea of this happening, like it's an idea that's been put out there. Cedar Fair would not have acknowledged it if they did not, if it wasn't a real offer that they believed actually had some validity. But there <clears> are a hell of a lot of hurdles. For oh, any, yeah. yes. For any acquisition of Cedar Fair. Uh, 
basically they they require a two-thirds supermajority of voting shareholders to agree on this. They did I, I I stated online and I actually found out that I was was incorrect that they had a, a 20% poison pill meaning that uh, after tw- after the 2010 failed acquisition by Scott Ross's Apollo at the time they put in this uh, what's called a poison pill which uh, drops off their abil- uh, someone's ability to buy shares after 20% ownership and allows others to buy it even cheaper. Uh, but that mm. that deal was only for three years long, and so they don't have that uh, in place anymore. But they still have this requirement to maintain a supermajority. Uh, and if you look at the the history of the voting of the the shareholders, they've never had more than seventy percent of shareholders vote. In in the scenario like this, uh, a non-absent unit, technically unit holder vote, is an automatic no. So. Of the, of the people that would vote, you have to have 67%. And if you've only ever had 70% vote, you're talking you have to have almost unanimous vote mm-hmm. of the people that vote to, to approve this. That's why I, I, think it's, I think it's a pretty interesting idea. I just don't think this is happening. I don't, I don't think you get that many Wall Street bankers to agree on it. Yeah, because that's a tough pull. Mm-hmm. Even if it does make sense in, in several different ways, to get that many people to try to, to buy into this is crazy. And yeah. and a lot of uh, – I wish Sloan could be here, but he's making a hell of a ton of good points. Seize is in the positive when it comes to public opinion, and that could sway some of these votes in that direction, even if monetarily it may not work out that way. Yes. Simply because of the positivity of what they've been doing over the last – not only recently during a pandemic, but the last decade since the issues in the early uh, 2010s. So mm-hmm. – the way they've been changing, the way they look, the way the way they act, the way they operate, everything, on top of how they've uh, how they've reacted to the pandemic and then their profits, as opposed to Cedar Fair, which they've done a, a shit ton over the last decade, but you haven't seen that impact mostly because their um, their parks aren't as high profile outside of probably Knotts and uh, Cedar Point. If you're looking comparatively to like SeaWorld Orlando, Bush Gardens, right, those type of deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that can lead to a lot of change. You'd be surprised. I mean, we all know how voting can be. We live in America, after all. <laughs> and those votes could be swayed very easily. Yep. Um, and, and judging that they're opening all their rides in the next few months that have been holding on for, oh, my God, I hate everything. Um, <laughs> we could definitely see some positive things here soon. Yeah. And, and actually, the new rides is a really good point because even if this doesn't have any chance in hell of – succeeding sees drops this bombshell on us just before they open all of their new rides. And so now they got all that hype and publicity just, just for the chain overall. And people are looking into like, Oh, well, what's this park doing or whatever. And Oh, Hey, they're opening a new ride. Okay. Maybe I'll go ride it or something like that. So at the very least they're getting a lot of, um, a lot of press and publicity about this, regardless yep. of what happens. Okay, so so I'm gonna play. You know, I wanna I wanna play the little what if game. If it were to happen, or would there be a scenario? I'm just gonna throw a what if. If they so you you'd have a couple redundancies, not many though, in terms of the parks they're buying. I mean, I think the big fit or the the properties that they get into. But you'd have the 
King's Dominion, Busch Gardens, Williamsburg parks an hour apart from each other and a couple other ones that would be very close to each other. Um, would there be the option or would this happen that we could see some of the smaller parks or less desirable parks sold off um, to either create a new smaller chain to compete or have other business or do we think it would just all fall into one and then you would have these markets that are double saturated, oversaturated essentially by the same company? Mm, You know, that's such a tough one. I would like to err on the side of, I don't think they'd sell them. I mean, Cedar fair has already made the Ohio market work out with Kings Island and Cedar point. Granted they are. Ohio's a lot different than, Richmond and Williamsburg, though it is, it is. But the and Cedar Point and Kings Island are further apart, uh, four hours apart as opposed right. to an hour and a half. But but still, the you've got two parks that both draw from mostly the same market. There's a lot of overlap in their markets, and the one thing that you can notice over the years is they do a very good job of making those parks complement each other. And then same thing on the the SeaWorld side. You know, you got Bush Gardens right down the road from SeaWorld. Granted, they do have slightly different demographics that they're targeting. And, and you know, SeaWorld's all animals, or not all animals, but they, they focus more on animals. Um, Bush Gardens, it feels like they focus a little more on rides, even though they still have the animals. But still, they're able to complement each other. And, you know, thinking of the Virginia parks, they, they do kind of complement each other already. But if, if this were to happen, um, I could see them continuing to go down that route where you try and add as many complementary things as possible. Kind of like Cedar point and Kings Island have been doing. Yeah. I also totally forgot that, uh, SeaWorld Orlando and Bush Gardens Tampa were as close as they were when I said that, so I feel like a real dumb dumb right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, that was the example I was I was going to jump off with, but I I think honestly anything could be on the table. I mean, we know nothing mm-hmm. about this offer. Uh, yeah, we know nothing about not. how government regulators will interpret things. I, I can't mm-hmm. imagine there. I've seen some people say, "Well, isn't this an antitrust thing?" No, these these companies are tiny in the realms of of the tourism and leisure market. Yeah, and and so they, I, I don't. They may be big in our view, but yeah, yeah. Looking looking at just amusement parks alone, you could probably have Cedar Fair, Six Flags, Seas, and Hershend all combine, and their metrics would still be eclipsed by like a single Disney park, right? Which is insane. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> insane. But then expanding it more, I, like James, you just said, it's all part of the entertainment industry. So even though parks are competing with each other, they're competing with you know movie studios and uh, like sporting events and stuff like that, concerts. So there, there's like any sort of entertainment tourism thing. So really, they they only have a a small little slice of that entire industry. Yep. Yep. Here's one, <laughs> here's one thing to think about. 
It, it could bring Intamin back to the, the Cedar Fair Parks. Oh, Ooh. here we go. I was watching something else earlier, and somebody mentioned that, and I was like, hey, now I'm all for this. Right. <laughs> My, so I feel like it would be beneficial to the smaller parks massively. Yeah. Like the Worlds of Fun, Michigan Adventure, Dorney, because they wouldn't have whatever weird vendetta it feels like against putting in attractions at those parks with seas. Cause seas has invested in all of their parks. Mm-hmm. And now, now obviously the numbers are much, much smaller in terms of park size, but you know, they're, they're putting in real investments to their parks and that's something that needs to be noted. Right. And then another thing is like, Maybe we'll see another if if this does go through. Granted, maybe yeah. we would see another Giaga Lake scenario where one of the smaller parks does close. Maybe like Dorney Park or Michigan's Adventure closes. And what if they decide to move a lot of their rides? That's much lower cost investment for a lot of the other parks to get a ride or two. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's great tax wise as well. Mm-hmm. And actually, so speaking of taxes, James, you were mentioning something about taxes when this all came up. And I think that's one of the few things we haven't discussed yet about this offer. Yeah. So so one of the things that came up, so back in 2019, we all remember Six Flags was reported to have made some type of offer to Cedar Fair. That What's different about this is that Cedar Fair actually never officially acknowledged that Six Flags offer. So all we know is what was kind of reported about it. Uh, but but what we heard a lot of uh, feedback in from the market about that was that the 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 share or the unit holders of of Cedar Fair liked the way that uh, the taxes are structured around the dividends that get paid out by uh, Cedar Fair. It, it's it's weird thing. It's because it's a, a partnership and not an actual like it's it's a different type of company. So the the way that they can hide and pay out profits through dividends is different. Than a regular one, and so the bankers that own all these Cedar Fair shares weren't going to accept that as a uh, even for even trade with with six shares because they don't get those same tax benefits. So what's different in 2020 or 2022 is that now we've gone two full years of Cedar Fair not paying a single dividend. So all of that benefit that was there for these bankers back in 2019 hasn't been there for two years. And they've already made the board of Cedar Fair has already said we're not going to be paying dividends until we've dropped our debt below two billion dollars, which that means they still have another like seven hundred and fifty million dollars to pay off before they drop below two billion. So that 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 could actually affect the ability of this to go through. Is that the 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 perceived benefit of the the tax sheltering of the the dividend income isn't there anymore? So sorry, for this went way too way too deep for for you know for a lot of us, but it, it's it is it is crazy when you think about it because I mean you cannot compare 2019 with 2022. They're just you. It's a completely right. different market. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, just not even counting um, COVID because I mean, it, obviously COVID plays a big part of it. But yeah, the worlds for both companies are different right now. Mm-hmm. So. You can't, it's not an apples to apples comparison. Some people look at the numbers like, yeah, see, Six Flags is bigger. I was like, yeah, well, you know, Six Flags was um, kind of, well, 
if if it indeed was a true uh, hey non you know a reportable offer, then it's 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 still Six Flags was in a, a worse state than it is now. Yeah. So a lot of consolidation, a lot of the smart things they did from a management perspective has changed. At least I think in our eyes, the perception of the chain. I think overall that's that's been a positive aspect from a leadership perspective, especially you've seen these people grow. Yeah, for sure. Well, at least at, at least with uh, the previous guy, we'll we'll have to see how this new regime handles it. But yeah, yeah, and because we all know Scott Ross is uh, Scott Ross, so <laughs> <laughs> this is this isn't one of those you know throw an offer to the wind and see if it sticks type deal. This is a hey, this fucker. We want to make it happen. Let's roll. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he knows he knows how to raise funds. So like like I was mentioning earlier, he may have, you know, several other bankers ready to front this money behind the scenes. Um, and he's acting as the intermediary to to bring it to to bring this deal to to come to, together. So we just don't know. And he's a pretty reclusive guy. And so he doesn't ever say anything. So we don't really know a whole lot of, you know, where, where this is coming from and whether this is him driving it. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. <laughs> Not much more I can add to that. That sums it up perfectly. Yeah. See, yeah, here's I mean, the really, thing. Oh, I was going to make go a ahead, joke. Go ahead. I, I'm, can I make a joke or are you going to be serious? Oh, no, 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 make, 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 make a some joke. This has been way okay. too serious. Yeah. Okay. Make a joke and then I'll wrap it up. Because, People fall um, clearly, Scott Ross is not a supervillain because if he was a supervillain, he would have told us his entire plan by now in a long ass <laughs> monologue. And dude's just sitting there quietly right now. Oh, Jesus. oh that's a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, like, really, the only other thing I have to say about this, I don't know if you guys do, but only other thing I got to say about this is if this does happen, how fucking awesome would that be to have one season pass that gets you into both Cedar Point and Bush Gardens? Oh. I mean, the biggest takeaway for me is, okay, so we'd obviously have some form of company takeover, but Cedar Fair with however the company would be set up would finally have a footprint in Texas. Yes. That's true. That's true. They've yes. been dying for that for years. Yeah. That would well, be, not just Texas, but Florida as well. Right. The two like unattainable places for them forever. They <laughs> get into now. I, I'm sure it would be more of a merger than um, like a full. You, you would think you, yeah. you just have to think that that's it's more of that. Yeah. Well, anyway. you never know. You, you really don't. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> that was fun. beautiful. Yeah, roller oh, coasters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, okay. Can I give my consensus on this beer? Because I know that's why people listen to us. Yes. yes. Um, it's not good. Oh, shit. That's um, disappointing. I feel like Homer. Kyrie... Never hit or never misses. So, so other half never misses. Um, but apparently, like, Sours is their weak point where they're trying to improve. Mm, okay. So they, they do a lot of experimenting. And then I was on Untapped. And that's that. this is shame on me. I didn't check Untapped before I had it because it's only at a 3.6. Oh, uh, um, okay. 
Untapped is very truthful for those ratings. Now, Kyrie did drop. He's also having a shot at a night. And he's not ready to call it his number one, but he thinks this is 1.5 beer. Oh. <laughs> nice. But then there's Marcus who says it's fine. So, you know. What? You know Jada? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's above hot ass. So <laughs> yeah, it is. It's above hot ass. Where's that fit on the drunk rider scale? <laughs> it is no, no. I, I never said it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not like, oh my god, I need to drink this 400 times over. But um, I still think it's a good beer. I'm, I'm still drinking it. It's half gone. I mean, even through all of that techno babble, <laughs> I'm about to crack open another one. So, uh, excuse you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, what's the, oh. Wait, what did I did I have the cho- uh citron, all the citron, more citra last week? The what? The uh, what the what? Did I have that uh, last week on the show? James, you, you actually listened to our show. I have no <laughs> idea. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. you know, a lot of the times week. I'm listening to these with my kids in the car and I'm turning it up and turning it down depending on <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I did appreciate the the warning. Uh, it was either last week or the week before about the uh, uh, the one where you gave me a warning, Mike. I don't remember what I gave you a warning about. It was, it was the one with the restraints. So uh, what's Fifty Shades? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Oh yeah. Your of course, that was the one people. time my kids were like, "Why'd you turn it down, Dad?" <laughs> yeah, of course. They were. <laughs> Uh, Don't worry about it, son. <laughs> I'm cracking open my last Super Derp League. Oh, look at you. You know, nice little du- double. But I'm, I'm trying to remember, did I have the more citra than all the citra on here? You did, last week, yeah. Okay, okay, that's what I was trying to figure out, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember you having another. Oh, mama. Okay. So, All right. So, so let's let's talk roly coasters, boys. Are we coasting? We're gonna talk roly coasters because uh, your boy Mike is gonna hit three hundo this weekend, dude. What's it gonna be on? So that's my problem, and that's what we're gonna discuss right now as I pour this beer to have a discussion with y'all because you know we're a podcast. Oh, listen to that ASL. Oh, that was a great nice. pour. Jeez. Nice. Again with the pores. It's just got a great. It's got great head, and yes, we're still doing phrasing. Um, God, that's so much better. Um, so here's the problem, boys. Friday night, I land at like 11 p.m. Oh jeez. Um, as long as my flight goes through, there's an ice storm hitting Dallas tonight. Um, they're saying half an inch of ice, so you know. Shit. Good luck getting to the oh. airport in 48 hours. Um, but the plan is to go to Icon Park and do the drop tower at midnight for Sloan's birthday. That's all fine. But I still need three creds at Fun Spot Kissimmee because I was being cheap. And I didn't want to ride shitty rides that night because I was in a bad mood for whatever reason. I don't remember why. Um, oh, because Mind Blower sucked. Um, that's why. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It was ass. So here's my here's my dilemma. Saturday morning, we're going to SeaWorld Orlando to ride Icebreaker. Do I go to Fun Spot 
and get to SeaWorld later and then potentially get less Velocicuddles. So so let me tell you what your plan is. Just okay. I, I'm I'm the old adult here. Thanks, adult. Oh, all right, so we're not we're not going to SeaWorld until noon. Doesn't fun spot fun spot opens at like ten. Oh, oh do they? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. Hold but on. I, but I think they uh Let's... But that does require getting up after whatever is going to happen Friday night. Yes, you open is... at 10. Okay. Okay. God I feel speed. better. Well, I'm going. So one of the days, I think it's Sunday, Kelly Bryant and I are going for a run in the morning. Oh, Godspeed. <laughs> it'll be Sunday because Kelly doesn't get there till Saturday. Um, that's probably my top person I'm excited to meet on this, on this trip. Oh, yeah. Um, so super pumped about that. So that'll be Sunday morning. So Saturday morning we can roll. I mean, did you guys see the itinerary? Yes. This motherfucker. And I'm talking about Sloan right now. And I know he's going to listen and start cackling now that I said that. We love you, Sloan. We You're the best. Sloan, you are the best. Has a 7 a.m. wake up call breakfast on Saturday morning. <laughs> Something wrong with that, man. 8 a.m. is Pedialyte hour. Yep. And then he puts 9 a.m. SeaWorld, but then Icebreaker previews at noon. So you're telling me I'm going to go. Oh, God. That sounds like hell. Yep. I just thought of this. So I'm going to go from drinking Friday night hardcore because you're going to need a lot of beer to get me on that drop tower for Sloan's birthday. <laughs> that midnight drop. Also, the fact that the seats tilt. I I have such anxiety right now. Um, such anxiety. I'm going to die. Um, so I'm going to need to be just absolutely shit-faced to do that. And then I'm going to have to wake up. I'm making breakfast. And guys, anyone who's going, well, you'll see it at this point. What I'm going to debut for breakfast hour is something you will not want to miss. Don't forget that you can substitute bacon grease for butter. <laughs> I feel like you're writing a lot of checks your body may not be able to catch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Kevin, eat my ass. <laughs> okay. Oh. I'm a lot better cook. Than I was back then. I don't know. First of all, don't Maybe. don't challenge me. I was not Mike with the meat back then. That's true. I also, was don't n- use a springform cake pan for uh, regular cake. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna make cake. I make meat. Why not? No, you um, Got to do the cooking by that book. What? What? Oh, Bob. Yep. <laughs> Rude ass Kevin. Right. He's a Kevin. Best. I love you. Um. <laughs> Him and Gabby are the two best. Yeah. Gabby's definitely better, but you know. Oh, wow. Kevin's the best of us. Gabby's just the best. Okay. Is that that an okay default or change? I'll allow it. There it is. All right. Perfect. I'll take it. We get the approval from K-Dog. I can send it to you guys. Okay, you put it in the chat? I'm going to put it in the chat because Kevin and Mark won't be there. Okay. But this is... Larson, don't look. Actually, James isn't here. Larson, you can look. 
Um, Sloan's <laughs> in here too, though. I know. Shit. Just put it in our put it in our chat. Okay. Because I don't want James. You get to see it when everyone else does. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> wow, the guest of the show. I mean, <laughs> break I mean, my heart. Doesn't drop till Saturday, right? Oh, oh yeah. that thing. Yeah. Look at that though. I it showed up in the mail today. Nice. Okay. I'm so happy about it. That is it, great, by the way. Thanks, boo. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess I gotta eat somewhat healthy on this trip, other than my prerequisite CC's experience. There you go, bud. <laughs> oh my god! There you go. You're there beautiful. it is. <laughs> Just wait till I rock out in that without a hoodie and sweatpants on underneath you better you better have nothing <laughs> on it better, it better be just not even underwear i want to see that ass hanging out <laughs> you're gonna be naked underneath that aren't you what's yeah. that you're gonna be naked underneath that aren't oh, you absolutely i'll be walking around the house tonight with it like that <laughs> oh shit. um so so uh running after drinking in the drop tower Sloan has also mentioned he wants to do the um, sky coaster at Kissimmee, and um, I'm not about that life. Hey, they have uh, the sky sled that scared you me to death. You so. can eat my entire <laughs> ass. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> what do we say when we don't like something? No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. I, you. I sound like my wife. No, thank you. Uh, um, okay. Uh, so... So, this so, was originally so, where Larson was going to go bye-bye because Sloan was also going to be here. But, James, you want to stick around? Yeah, if, you, if you'll have me. Of course. Yeah, I'll try not to be annoyed. Baby, we, all, all we want is your valuable opinion. Speaking of which, we got some construction updates, boys. These are going to be real quick, and then we're going to get to our questions. Um, <laughs> what? What? Get, get. Dr. Diabolical getting hard. Did you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> Who wrote that? I did, obviously. Why are you like this? <laughs> I mean, Dr. Diabolical is getting up. It's getting hard, uh, boys. It's getting, uh, it's uh, elevating, as it, it were. It's, not only it's that. rising to the occasion. <laughs> bringing us back, not only that, we have a schedule. Yes. Like, listen, Seabrook yeah. is a goat in this regard. I love him. I like, I love and he's not just posting it in one place. Like, if you're in, on Facebook, he posted in like seven different groups. It seemed like, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. out there, and he like, I just, I love everything about the guy. I've met him one time, and he was cool then. But I, it makes me want to go to Fiesta Texas. Fun fact: right. He just followed the podcast. He did really? Yeah, he yeah. followed our twits. <laughs> he's he's oh, all about our our shit talking and. Terrible podcast. I can't wait. Oh, no. You beat me to that. He doesn't follow me, I don't think. Yeah, oh, let's go. Look at us. We're that is it. really neat to see how transparent he is about yeah. the, the construction <clears throat> progress of the ride. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait to see that puppy done. It's not going to blow your mind away, but man, it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Take my breath away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I am so. That might be the best dive machine in the states. I mean, oh yeah. I don't know about I mean, that. I think it'll be great. But here, here's the thing. What's it, gonna be just, better? Which one's better? 
I guess in the if you say in the states, I'm, yeah, I'm going it's, probably it's, Shikra. It, well, it's almost as long as Shikra. That's the thing. It's it's shorter, but it's almost as long as Shikra, and it's she, got a lot Shikra, more elements. Shikra's just always kicked my ass, and I've always loved it. It might just be a me thing. I don't know because yeah. Griffin was always crap. Foul Raven, short of the drop. was enjoyable. It was, it was there. Uh, I mean, you're more critical than I am of dive machines. I like dives. Yeah, Kevin's got a point. He's at the drop as the wild card. Yeah, if that drop is not good, then that could ruin the entire. Oh, that's right. That's it's a beyond true. vertical drop. But I was going to yeah. say, it's beyond vertical. It's their first time doing that, I think, isn't it? Yes. Yep. So that, that could be amazing. Like, I, I think it'll be great. But to me, if anything, it takes a little bit of the line pressure off of Iron Rattler and Gal. But hey, That's Iron Rattler is getting that to. third train. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I it, it's just everything about it makes me like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm rewatching the POV though, right now. and Funny enough, so am I. But what I will say, though, is um, I hope it doesn't run like uh, Val Raven does at Cedar Point. Except for that drop. Yeah, that drops great. Because uh, that line is always consistently one of, or if not the longest in the park, because of how bad they operate that. So, but, I mean, over Texas does have relatively good ops. So, relatively yeah, see, for Six Flags. I'm say that's the. I, I've been to Six Flags Great America, so that's why I'm like, mm, I worry. <laughs> I worry. Okay, I forgot I, about I, the I, ejector I hill on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Solid airtime, dude. And it's it's between two helixes. Yes. So BM going back to the helix, which feels like it's been forever. And then For you've the got... first time in forever. Exactly. And then <laughs> and then you've got a, a legit ejector hill. That's gonna be really fun. That's gonna be a fantastic ride. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering, man. This is going to be interesting. I'm pumped. Okay. I'm excited. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. I'm here for it. I forgot. I haven't, I haven't watched the POV since I think it came out. I, that's <laughs> literally the second time I've ever watched the POV. So. <laughs> and you know those Gs are going to be solid in those. Mm-hmm. those videos, so. Okay. All right. Well, moving on. Triple loop. Is that what they are officially calling it? I don't know. American Fire <laughs> Looping. There yeah, that, that's the rumor. They still haven't officially announced it yet, but it's probably going to be that. Yep. Uh, is making a lot of headway. They're going to top it, it is, off soon, actually. Yeah. Which so is I, interesting because I don't think they did any repair work on it. Yeah, did you see? There was a one guy that took the video that had a great zoom on it, and he was zooming in on all kinds of pieces of it, and there's still dents on the... Parts that have gone up, and yikes! I, I I wonder if how like once they even get it set up, if they're going to get certification from the state. I know nothing about Indiana, but yeah, that that wouldn't fly in Ohio. I know that for sure. Right that that honestly that coaster still scares me. Based off of what Mark said about you know his experience riding it down in Mexico, uh-huh. I, it just like the idea of it. Like I, it's one that. I would, as a parent, I would be nervous letting my kids ride on it. Right. Yeah, ditto. And all, also, Indiana Beach, kind of chill when it comes to some regulations, I'll be honest with you. My daughter was definitely not tall enough to ride. Neither was the kid in the next row, and they be- definitely both got on. So there's that. Yeah. 
but they're under new leadership, so we shall see. We shall see. Moving on. Uh, Silverwood's continuing the retracking of Tremors, I believe it was. Yeah. And yeah. Timber Terror, both of them. And Timber Terror? Okay. They're putting it on that 208. Is it 208? Yeah. 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 Let's just let's just hope with that comes a new train because Jesus Christ, come on! Guys. Yeah, they need a second train, <laughs> row, row back. So bad. And then of course, Icebreaker has finally broke the ice. Getting some good reviews. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, they're, they're saying some actual ejector on that launch on the launches. The seven launches, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's back and forth. Love it. Yeah, I. Um, I've heard good things. Uh, a lot, a lot of our friends have been on it actually, mm-hmm. and yep. then we all get to well, three of us get to ride it here uh, <laughs> by the weekend. So yes, that's exciting. Um, I guess I'll, I'll I'll put this up to you guys for my three hundredth coaster. Should I go back row or front row on it? Back row. Get that airtime, baby. Larson, what do you think? Back row, top of the spike. Ed. Even yeah, though the spike's the not that that tall, yeah, it's not like a four hundred foot spike. It's like a hundred twenty, whatever it is. Yeah, you know what I'm actually more excited for what? is me and Matt sandwiching Marcus on <laughs> Mako <laughs> and riding that one. bitch until he says he enjoys it. I was waiting. First of all, I do enjoy it, just not as much as y'all. Second of all, I was waiting for the rest of that sentence because you were going really slowly. I was like, what are you sandwiching me for? Wait a minute. Oh, you know what we're sandwiching you for, boy. Oh, here we Let's go. go. Get that bacon out. Let's go. Actually, you, you know what I want to see? Someone's got to record Mike when he's on Hurricane at Fun Spot. There oh it is. God. Oh, now we're talking. My- <laughs> I mean, I think Allison's trying to get her GoPro on the drop tower. Oh, you probably can I mean, the ride ops over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, that video would go on TikTok in about 0.4 seconds. Yep. Instant. Of me shitting my pants and crying. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely sitting next to you. I'm sandwiching you on that one. No, I think Sloan said he wanted it. So I, I, I get the other side then. There, there is a legitimate fight <laughs> to sit next to me on that drop tower because I'm so afraid of drop towers. Well, it's, it's either you or I'm on the other side of Sloan because I want to hear both oh, of you. the two fly. of us, you're right. Yeah, Sloan does not like drop towers. He, he didn't like uh, the Skyflyer either. Or Starflyer, yeah. excuse me. Uh, I, I do I do want somebody on the ground because I know we're going to do it. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and we're also going to sing happy birthday at the top. But isn't that one of the impatient drop towers too? Uh, not well, maybe. Ish. Ish. Okay. I, mean, I, love, I love it. I love for it to get the happy birthday to you and then go all the way down. Or as you say, Sloan. <sighs> That'd be fun. Fantastic. Sloan. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> A 400 foot scream of Sloan. That, that is literally the description of this trip. I love it. Uh,. <sighs> <laughs> Moving on, gentlemen. We My skin is crawling right now, guys. I love it. I'm so excited for it. Uh, the lastly, the one that uh, our man James brought in, um, Silver Dollar City got 800 acres of land around the abandoned Indian Ridge Resort in Branson West. That's a lot. So that's, that, that's a hell of a lot of land. That's a little bit of land. <laughs> 
And uh, who was it? Bright Sun Films did a great documentary on the abandonment. By the way, if you don't follow Bright Sun Films, I mean, they have a million subscribers, so you probably do already. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Jake's great. I love his uh, his abandoned series. So if you guys haven't seen that, that'll give you some insight into the kind of the area around this. So um, it's basically just off the road, empty ass everything. So they could do extended what they already have for their um, resort complexes uh, in terms of big ass cottages and stuff like that. So I, I think we're going to see something like a dream more. I, I, I think that that's yeah. got to be on their, their list. Mm-hmm. Cause that, that land includes some that's just right up next to table rock Lake that, you know, that beautiful scenery mm. that you see from, from wildfire. That's right. Oh yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah. Okay. Plus they don't have a water park, do they? They do. They actually do. It's yeah. in the middle of Branson though. Okay. Yeah. They have yeah. white water down there. There's okay. also a Taco Bell up the street. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they just need to add a Quaker steak and lube. Here yes. we go, baby. I like it. Uh, yeah, SDC's right down the road. Yeah. I mean, we could see more on site stuff, which we would all appreciate greatly. Yes. yes. Um, so that's massive news. Terrific news. We'll, we'll be watching that. But, yeah, as they continue to work to develop it. Guys, I think it's time for the questions. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. And um, so this one is um, from Gary. And I'm going to start this one off because this one's for me. Uh, oh, thank you. That's what I think of that question. <laughs> How much more would Mike despise California's Great America after getting, in, getting turned into SeaWorld... Santa Clara. And <laughs> my brother clarified it as California's great Seamerica. <laughs> <laughs> Which, first of all, uh, ship posting runs in the family. Uh, the puns on seas has been phenomenal, by the way. Yes. Oh, yep. yes. Um, honestly, I'd probably like it a lot more. <laughs> wow! I don't crazy. like Cedar Fair, guys. I don't know if I've ever come out and blanketly stated it. I'm not a Cedar Fair fan. Yeah, you know, hey. I can understand that. You do. I mean, <laughs> I, I am very excited to get to some of the parks this year that I haven't been to, or it's been a, quite a while. Uh, looking at you, Carowinds and Valley Fair. Um, but you know, their parks lack a lot for me. Well, what I will say on top of that is you also are the last like five or six years has gone a lot worse for, for Cedar fair. Yeah. For me I, at least like, I, I mean, feel like quality has gone downhill over the last five years or so. Yeah. Pan, minus the pandemics. Scratch it's that not, out. Okay. Let me rephrase it. It's not the rides that are the issue. It's the parks. Oh, oh no, no, no. That That's what I mean. I okay. feel like the parks are getting worse. Okay. Even though yeah. they may have actually been worse before, I think some of the the, the better operations. Because God, you guys remember Cedar Point prided themselves on how good their um, yeah. their throughput was and all that, and like Val Raven running three trains, stacking them all the time. Like this is subpar. Like this is not what we've come to expect from a, yeah, a, a Cedar Point type area. I mean, you just don't right. you don't see it. And it's 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 and as I said before the pandemic, this is it's depressing. And I I definitely see your viewpoint. 
Um, and I, I think it might be, I'm looking back on like the good old days. Like it's like, I'm looking at um, lightning rod before I reread just it. the good old days <laughs> back when it was, you know, sexy time at, at, at fun night spot. And, um, <laughs> shut up. And, uh, words are hard for you, but it's okay. I listen, baby. Hey, I've been thinking about you in that, uh, you know, your outfit. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good to know though. Yeah, I, I agree though. I can, mm-hmm. I can see it and I understand it too, for mm-hmm. sure. So, yeah. Plus like for so long, there's been this stigma about six flags being a shithole, like across the board, which really wasn't true. But then at the same time, Cedar fair, was like everyone thought Cedar Fair was better by virtue of them doing just enough, essentially. Yeah. And in this day and age, that doesn't really cut it. But like, it, like if you think about it, like everyone loves Cedar Point. Most people love Kings Island. Most people love Carowinds. But then, like after that, it's like there's a pretty steep drop off. Yeah, the the big guys and the small guys are not in the same uh, same realm at all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well. All right, moving on. Moving if on. Philosophicoser, this is from Clucker Fucker. <laughs> Excuse my me? My dude. Yes. My dude. Twitter name is Clucker Fucker. <laughs> How, if Philosophicoser got cloned at any park, we get to choose. The first half of the ride has to be indoor, while the second half after the launch is outside. What type of theming would you want in the indoor section? And also, he can't wait for Valley Stumble. Can't wait to see you either, bud. <sighs> so, um, so I oh think man. we're going to get into this a little bit later, but I am going to theme the indoor section. Actually, the whole ride's going to be themed to Portal. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Diving in and out of Listen. I love diving in and out of holes, so that would be great. <laughs> oh, my God. Frazier, are we doing it still? <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> I, I don't know spot. what park it would be at, but I'm theming it to Portal. <laughs> oh man, I'd love to see like a a a, a mine theme at like Silver Dollar City. Oh, like the intersection, like because they already have some mine stuff there. Yeah, but like. Have it be like an actual like it may be inside of a uh, inside of a mountain, right? You're just mm-hmm. surrounded by rocks. You got little clearance. Um, you can't tell where you're going, left, right, up, down, all the way around. Um, and they, because you know they would fucking go ham on sp- and on going that crazy if they if they had that opportunity and that was it and they had the money. Yeah, SDC would go nuts on it. So yeah. that'd be something I'd love to see. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be incredible. Um. James, you got an answer for this one, bud? Honestly, not really. <laughs> Velocicoaster's perfect. It is. No, it it is really perfect. is. I don't have a better theme for it, honestly. Um, Put it in Energylandia and make it something Polish. I got it. I got it. Theme it to like uh, Alice in Wonderland acid trip. Oh my gosh! Ooh, flying up <laughs> into the rabbit hole, yeah. Yes. So, so basically, ride the happiness, but Velocicoaster yes. edition. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, that'd yes. be great. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, All right, Grant wanted to know whose wife will leave their husband due to being a complete coaster whore first of all of us. 
Oh. No I mean, James is about to buy a second home in Poland, so. <laughs> James may win that one. <laughs> um, I hope for, I hope none of us. Yes. Yeah, obviously. I hope none of us too. I think, I, I think the one thing I could say for, I could speak for all of us is, uh, uh, wow, all five of us are married, guys. Wow. We're mm-hmm. fucking old. Jeez. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um. All, all of our wives support our hobby. They may not mm-hmm. always be fans of it. They may not partake in it very often, but uh, they can do it and be okay with it and have fun with it. So they, they may tolerate. they may not be whores. They can not. appreciate. <laughs> yeah, they, they can appreciate. They know why. Right? And they can appreciate the positive impact it has on our attitudes about everything else. Yeah. Yes. Because that's, that's our vacation. We get to go hang out with friends, right? And it's not like it's it's not super super expensive. There could be a lot more expensive things that we do. I mean, well, James flying to Europe all the time is expensive, but um, <laughs> yeah, for, for me at least, you know, because uh, my my boss is a gun nut and he's spending thousands on guns, and I'm like, I maybe spend that much in like a year, and you bought one gun that you shoot like once every six months, like yeah, yo, gun- I went on five trips, like <laughs> gun enthusiasts, yeah. Um, that's he was throwing some money in there. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next question. So I'll I'll pick James. I'm moving on. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. That's secretly why we have James on. Yes, actually, because we wanted that one question. Intervention. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We need to speak with you. Have a seat. Okay. So, so here's the uh, you know mentioning James and just being the horror that he is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit of a whore this year as well, guys. Um, I'm hitting 300 the day this drops, and I'll probably hit 400 on Doctor Diabolicals at the end of the year. Jeez! Wow! Talk about a wow. year! Wow! Yeah, right. So remember, last so two years ago, you were struggling year, to get two. At 2020, I hit 200 on Axis Coaster. Oh shit! Yeah, we were all together for that one. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. Yeah. Besides K Dog, yeah. And then we'll all be together for um, Doctor Diabolical. Yeah, oh. Marcus will have been there for 200, 300, 200, 250, 300, and four hundred. Jeez. Oh, oh. I, I may be there for three fifty as well. Jeez, y'all are gonna catch up to me. That's the I'm, plan. I'm, I'm almost there, man. Uh, James has a beat anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. Wait, what's, um, what's, your, what's your count, James? I think it's at like five, it's in the five sixties now. Uh, yeah, sorry, that was be. that was his dick hitting the table on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh shit! It's not a contest, but I'm at about five sixty something like that. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, next question, uh, Mark. You want to take this one, bud? Yes, I will take this one. So if someone was unknowingly pregnant and rode a roller coaster, does that count as a cred for the baby? This is from Bryant. 100% yes. So to preface this question, the big announcement. So surprise, surprise, baby spaghetti will be welcomed into this world in <laughs> September. <laughs> baby spaghetti. <laughs> oh, Can we call them spags? 
<laughs> because that mean, makes me think of Steve Spagnola, so please don't. <laughs> We're gonna call him Baby Spaghetti, or is. she, or whatever Baby Spaghetti turns into. It's Baby Spaghetti. She can be our little meatball. <laughs> so, so the funny thing about this question is, so Meg and I got married on October thirtieth, and we ended yeah, our honeymoon. Did. We oh, we yeah, ended we our did. honeymoon at Universal at Velocity. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. So until Meg went for her first ultrasound, we're like, oh, this was a honeymoon baby. We we were about, when we were thinking about like how do we announce this? We were gonna make some Velocicoaster jokes. Like the ride was so good that Meg got off and ended up pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it well, wasn't was a honeymoon good. baby, but it was close enough. But there you go. Honestly, I would have I would have flexed that so hard. Like this kid's not born yet, and it's already ridden Velocicoaster. So I kind of gotta. I want to bounce off of that and flex a little bit on you. <laughs> oh yeah, phrasing. Let's go, oh, baby. Here we go. We Zoe Emily was pregnant with Zoe when we went to Florida in 2010 and rode. All the rides at um, Bush Gardens. Oh shit! So technically, Zoe's been on everything at Bush Gardens, even though she's never been, because she was pregnant. Like she was like probably four weeks and didn't know it. It's like three weeks later she started really feeling it, and then we were like, "Oh yeah, she's like eight weeks." Like, wait a minute, <laughs> we rode roller coasters four weeks ago. So yeah, I can take it. Oh, I'll add that to Zoe's count then. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she's at like fifteen. It's okay. Okay, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. Okay. Um, but but congratulations, Mr. Mark. Thank you, thank you. A welcome, yeah, congrats, edition. buddy. Thank you. I'm, I'm so, well, so with that being said, I'm almost certainly missing the Atlanta stumble, unfortunately. Yep, rightfully so. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I slap you if you didn't. Yep, and actually, also Energylandia, because of all parks. That's the one that Meg has told me she wants to go to with me. But how much is that pregnancy brain? That's true. No, like even before then, she's like, I kind of want to go there. What? Yeah. That's Poland, baby. It's nice. So so maybe I'll see about like a a different part of that Europe trip glomming onto that. Maybe. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Hey, Mark. Hmm. Will you ride wildfire with me? So we can always have wildfire. Moving on. <laughs> was that a rage quit from Mark? <laughs> no, that was uh, that was something hitting the bottom of the desk. <laughs> Mark, that was me. We, I'm sorry. Can we do Wildfire and Helix together? And Tiaga or Taiga or whatever the hell that thing Ugh. is. And Phonics, <laughs> Phoenix. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who was that? Was that you, Mark? Was that oh. you, sir? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Oh, man. Um, so this one is uh can can you do a shamu show in Lake Erie asking for a park chain from MSR? Our good buddy Matt. <laughs> I kept that one in there just for shits and giggles. No, you cannot do a shamu show in Lake uh-huh. Erie. I mean, you could, but then it'd be dead. So you know what? They already have the Lake Erie Lake Monster. Just that's true. Just get Lake that Monster thing. Show. Let's go. 
Just what, is it called the, Nessie? It's not called Nessie, is it? No, it's not. I forget the exact name of it, but what, yeah, what? Just get the lake monster. Do a show with the lake monster. It, I can go be, get listen. some freshwater sharks from Lake Superior. Bring them down. We'll call it a day. I can already um, market it too. We could we could light the lake on fire. Perfect. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Look at this, boys. We're marketing. Okay. Next one. Somebody else read that one. If you could own one of the major park chains, SeaWorld, Cedar Fair, Six Flags, Hershey, etc., which one would you own, and what, if any, changes would you make to the parks? From Drewster in the Discord. That's a very complicated question. That's a deep. It is. I said, let's the, let's do this. Let's each one of us pick a pick a chain, but only pick one aspect and not have the same aspect for each one of us. All right, I'm I'm going to go Cedar Fair. Uh, what would you change, you bitch? So I, I, I mean, they kind of used to do this already. Um, I would kind of adopt the Six Flags, like every single park gets something every year. Granted, it's not going to be big. We're not going to be building a Giga Coaster at every park every other year or anything like that. But I and my thing is not so much that every park would get something. It's that I would try to instill like a consistent um, announcement schedule. So like kind of like what Six Flags did, but like every single park announces the same exact way at whatever time or set times. Um, just making sure there's consistency and making sure like even if one park, they're only getting a restaurant and another park is getting like a brand new major roller coaster. Like it's still like the same hype level or like the, yeah. the same type of messaging. Like everyone's getting something new and it's, it's a good welcome thing for the park. Agreed. I would say six flags, but I would change their marketing completely. Because I would get rid of um, all of that bullshit um, um, advertising they have on everything, <laughs> just everything. Like it is a it is a violent amount of of uh, of uh, what should we call it um, advertising on everything. Like you don't need yes. it on the trains. Advertise better. Have higher quality stuff. For 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 maybe less money, but have it be higher quality, right? So like, you're saying no more left Twix, right Twix on X2. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, spend money to get good out of or have people that actually want to be there, but don't sell every you know, this isn't Ryanair, this isn't spirit. Stop being spirit. Okay. <laughs> Up your quality. And that starts with I think that because that's one of those things I've always bothered me. Start with that. Get rid of that. Okay, I, since you guys took the two easy chains. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can still pick them, but you just got to pick something different. I would chain, I would pick Cedar Fair, but I'm going to go after their uh, Fast Pass system and their oh. Season Pass system. And I'm going to completely nuke it and just overhaul it and make it actually something worth a damn. There you go. I'm down for it. I, I feel that because they, they're they really behind the times with the way they do their season passes. Mm-hmm. 
You know what? Give me a bonus one for all the chains. Um, I'm going to put in the Twisted Timbers slash Hulk slash El Toro lockers on every ride and make them free. Oh, mama. And Velocicoaster. Make it just a standard staple for all rides so people are used to it. Yes. And it just moves efficiently because, good Lord, being able to dispatch a Velocicoaster train in 20 seconds is one of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. Like, even though a lot of rides, it would require a lot of tear up, just just make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, even if it means paying a little more, I would pay a little more for my ticket. Just to make sure that that was yes. a convenience yep. for, not just mm-hmm. for myself, but for others, right? Yeah. My group. You so. know, and, and speaking of that, like we went to Great Adventure and seeing like their policies, it's like the knee jerk is like, this sucks. But once you experience it, it's like when, when it's working well, parks especially. should do it. Yes. Yeah. When it's being done correctly, yeah, I definitely 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But, but when it's done in a bad way, uh, yeah, or not done at all, and then you're just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't leave James anything. James, what you got for us, bud? Oh, I, I got Hershend, and Ooh. I'm I'm doing a an all park pass. Oh, yes. oh hello. Rip Kentucky Ow. Kingdom, no more fifty dollar pass. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, they right. can still have that fifty dollar pass for Kentucky Kingdom, but I want a pass that gets me in Dollywood, Silver yeah. Dollar City, Kentucky Kingdom, and that other one. Mm-hmm. That other one. <laughs> Honestly? That's probably how they feel about it, too. That other one. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably pay more for that pass than I would be willing to pay for a Cedar Farish pass. Or a Six Flags pass. You're getting less parks, but the quality is so much better. That's true. Two of my favorite mm-hmm. parks are... Dollywood my two favorite parks are right there. Well, non-universal parks. Yeah. I mean, every time I go to Silver Dollar City and... Dollywood, I'm just blown away by how consistently good they are. Yeah. yeah. Across the board, always. <sighs> All right, right James, on. you get to read the next question, bud. All right. If you could build a roller coaster in a U.S. national park, where would you put it and what type of coaster would it be? God damn it. From Eric with a K. Okay. I, I, I know mine. I might take it right now. Go oh. ahead. I'm going to Yosemite. Damn it. I'm building a dive coaster off Half Dome. Okay. We're going to do it off Half Dome and not El Capitan? Yes. So so I was going to go El Capitan and do what they're doing with uh, that Falcon's flight in in Kadia. Okay. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's all. Jesus. Um, I guess I could say, uh, yeah, I would, maybe you're right. Yeah, you're right. El Capitan would be better. Oh, I shit. Would, El Capitan's 3,000 feet tall. I didn't realize it was that tall. <laughs> Holy shit. It's going to get real boring real quick, oh, baby. <laughs> You've reached terminal velocity on that bit. Yep. Like, I'm, just, I'm just putting a drop tower on that. There you go. Oh, you can eat my no. <laughs> oh, a screaming swing. Oh, perfect. Oh my god! Could you or, imagine the chair swing just on that though? Oh, 
Off the, oh, Jesus. Or zipline off the top of it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. The, Gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm here for it. I would go Sequoia National Park. Ooh. And I would do um, uh, uh, Empire, or not Empire Strikes Back, The Return of the Jedi Speeder Chase Listen. coaster. <laughs> you need to shut your whole mouth. <laughs> And dodging in right and out now. of the sequoias. Oh my god. <laughs> what type of train are you gonna do like a Intamin blitz or I could I mean you could do you could I mean I, you could just do a blitz of any um, you know, of a mock, even of a coma. I'd be down for any of them. Oh, you could also do arches and do a pod racing coaster and have that be an axis. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. Alright, I can't beat either of those. oh shit there it is got my heart racing a little bit that sounds too good to be true you know the the only thing i could think of is like joshua tree national park or something something like desert out west um just do like some super fast launch coaster i don't care what it does just this insanely fast launch. That's it. Yeah, just like make it three hundred miles an hour or something like that. Yep. Some we gotta wear, like, you gotta like test your G's beforehand. Like, can you handle this G's? Give it this. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, Hutch wants to know who's gonna get the most saucy this weekend. John, Mike. <laughs> Damn, man, still brother out like that. <laughs> Hesitation. <laughs> Damn. I, I think John. at one point in time, yeah, we're going to have John Mike, but he's not there Friday night. Oh, he's not? Yeah, it's he true. doesn't come until Saturday. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I mean, wonder who's going to be, though. Let, let's, let's be honest. I think the birthday boy is going to get the sauciest. Yeah, well, I, I think I, I mean, we all remember El Stumble. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we we all remember we all do. <laughs> and I think Eric, Eric especially remembers El Stumble with with that saucy boy. Yes, I, I have a picture of El Stumble. That saucy pocket. Share. <laughs> that is definitely um, part of that. Of course, you got to you can't forget the John Mike dance was originated at El Stumble. You got to do the John Mike. God, the original, the original, the OG uh, Stumble. I still got that gif. Right. <laughs> I, I think I have it saved somewhere. I don't know where it is. You know who can be a sleeper to turn up? My brother. Yeah, if, if he My really brother turns, turns up. Dude, that would be out of control. <laughs> he can Unless, get turnt. Uh, you know what I'd like say. to see? You know I'd like to see turnt? Steven. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I want to see him uh, wrapped around the toilet again. Oh my god! Second, now, now I will time, say, second I'm going to be drinking this this weekend, and I don't drink yeah. very often. Oh, oh baby, shit. here we go! It didn't happen. <laughs> I'm taking video. Oh, you'll just get the two of us just straight cuddling. So yeah, it'll be okay. here. We go. Gabby's going to be there too. See if get a little turn. I totally forgot Gabby was going to be there, and then she made that comment today. It was like, oh my god, I get to see Gabby, and I went like. I made the comment in the chat and I was like, I am so excited. And I wasn't even like being like, you know, joking. Like, Oh, I'm excited to see that. Like I was getting my tire patched and I was like, Holy shit. I get to see Gabby this weekend. And I was so pumped. (laughs) So you're telling the mechanic working on your car and he's like, what the hell? 
<laughs> yes, there's, exactly. There, there's going to be actually a contingent of actual uh, uh, women here that can actually not be like weird by just hanging out with a bunch of men. Yeah. <laughs> I don't All know right. if you guys noticed that. Okay, moving on from that comment. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be more than just all men, like there always is everywhere. Moving on. <laughs> you dick. Good lord. Um, all right. Who's going to – oh, wait. We already read that. You you get an investment to build and operate a brewery near a theme park. Where would you build it and what would you do or offer to make it profitable? That's from Carl. I mean, you get an investment to build and operate a brewery near a theme park. Where would you build it and what would you do to offer to make it profitable? First of all, you put that right on Disney property. <laughs> you put there, it there are Universal City Walk. There you go. <laughs> we we saw how much it was to get trying to get City Walk. You you <laughs> drop I don't know. You drop a false idol outside the gate of Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh. And the way you do it. The way you get that business is for every flight, you get one free lightning lane ticket or pass. <laughs> there you go. You've thought about this one before. No, I literally you? made that up right now. Hmm. I literally just came up with it. Huh. But that, that, that would be goaded. That would win. Huh. It's a good way to do it. That's true. That'd be a really good partnership. Now think of the Disney theme- themed beer names that you could come up with. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh poor Sloan! Oh, oh no! Oh. This would uh, legit be three and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, we would honest. be. We'd be done tomorrow morning. I'd be waking up. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> good thing none of us have to go into work tomorrow. Um, yeah, right. Literally or well, physically in. Um, physically. Yeah. <laughs> physically. Um, yeah, I you don't count. Go. I um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so Sloan just dropped. I miss you by Blink One Eighty Two in the chat. <laughs> Where are you? And I'm so sorry. Oh God. I cannot sleep. Okay. <laughs> my question. I have a question in here. Wait, what? I put a question in this week. You did? And it's not here. Yes. Motherfuckers. You, first of all, you did the questions. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're yelling at yourself right now. <laughs> that is true. He has a point. <laughs> oh, yelling at us. You did it. Oh, oh shit. I did do it, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That is atrocious. Mm. Okay. Um, oh. Oh. No, we got more questions, Kay. Oh. Um, shit. No, I don't want to ask that this one this week. I want to ask my question this week. Fuck you guys. Okay, right. I'm we'll reading the next question. one. Which manufacturer would you like to see try their take on a well-known coaster model? slash type of another manufacturer and which model would you like to see them try rmc with olympia looping (gasps) oh i fucking said it i'd like to see bnm do um whatchamacallit um 
uh, an SLC. Okay. You know, I would like that. Whether it be sit down or invert, like a sit down would be insanity. Fuck it, I want Vekoma to redo their own SLCs. That's true. Because let's be honest, like the SLC layout is really good. It's yeah. really thrilling and intense. It's compact. It's, it's just the rides are just bad. The like, imagine if they. I want to see if we can pitch that to them. Like, hey, yo, <laughs> we have yeah. an idea. <laughs> yeah, like it's just their their engineering from thirty years ago sucked. Yeah. Or, well, it didn't suck, but it just it sucked. It it was it was barely passable then, and it's unacceptable now. Yes. What about you, Mark? You know, I it's been long rumored for ages now. I would like to see B and M try a four D, like a a proper four oh. D. Oh. 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 oh, listen, oh, I'm close. Mark. Keep going. <laughs> I'm almost there. James, what do you got? Let's see if we can get him there. <laughs> I, I don't have anything. <laughs> oh. I, I, Down goes Wicked Twister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just spewed my beer. What? <laughs> oh, oh my God. I almost spewed my beer everywhere. <laughs> That would have been that would have been phenomenal. I mean, I already spilled earlier, so oh, good thing it go. was the uh, sour, not this IPA. Oh, that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we last asked question. This last, last question from Wallen, or do you want to do your question? We can we can push Wallen back. My question kind of ties to Wallen, so okay. all right, you got it. Then. Okay, let's, 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 let's so this it. is from Mike, um, with the meat. And what would Wallen. be the oh. <laughs> fuck you? <laughs> what would be the best immersive theme for a mock extreme spinner with a swing launch and trick track? And why will it be at Epic Universe and themed to Halo? <laughs> Don't worry, Mike, with the meat, I got this question. <laughs> okay, so picture this. Actually, I came up with a better idea, and I'm going to go on it. Okay, so it's going to be small trains. It's going to be six people per train. The first four seats are all going to be facing forward. It's going to be themed to a warthog. The last two seats are going to be on a spinning car. So it's going to be four seated forward, two in a spinning seat in the back. That'll probably be an upcharge because, you know, that's what they do. Um, Start off indoors and just have, like, a normal, you know, ride, whatever, like, indoor track. Basically think like a Verbolton-type layout at the beginning. Then you hit a trick track where you got a bank track. And you go forward... And then you go to a spike where you see like a covenant ship coming in. And then you go through that whole section backwards down like a vertical drop after the trick track and just be fucking mental and be incredible where the gutter ship of the warthog or like the bat car could be spinning around. It could also be like an interactive shooter. It would be absolutely fucking incredible. And we need a Halo themed ride because everything is missing a Halo themed ride because how has Halo not been themed to a ride? That's true. Also, also, no, I'm not even done yet. I'm not even done yet. (laughs) Dark Ride Halo. How do we not have a trackless dark ride at um, Beaver Creek or Blood Gulch or whatever that place is? Like that one from the original Halo, that map. How do we not have anything? That's like God tier. 
Yes, the God tier map. The Garden of Eden of maps. The Garden of Eden of multiplayer maps. How do we not have anything themed to that? You could have a whole... That could be your whole area is themed to that. Could you imagine how great that would be walking into an area and walking into that map and the hidden caverns that you could walk through and then that one glitch on the side of the wall where you could walk up the ramp and then snipe people all the way across the map? Listen. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. I mean, do you want an actual answer? Oh, yeah. Yes. So I think it's a generational thing. I think the the people that are running all the parks, they're just a little bit too old for video games. I bet you give it five to ten more years, we'll start seeing more and more video game-themed stuff. It's going to depend on the park. You know, not every park's going to theme a ride, stuff like that. But What's five years I, away, though? Epic Universe. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right, though. I mean, we're just now seeing Nintendo. Yes. yes. Yeah. After all these years. Legitimately, mm-hmm. Halo is a big enough brand and a big enough IP that it could carry an area because you literally yes. have people in their 30s and 40s who grew up playing Halo because that's when Xbox, like the OG Xbox was what, 03, 04? Yeah. Um, and so now we have. 20 years of those people playing Halo. And now you're having that second generation come in. Plus, this all coincides with the Halo series that was just announced when I saw that teaser trailer. I just lost my ever-loving mind. I was like, oh my god. It's actually happening. That is going to be incredible. Whether it's hot garbage or it's actually incredible, it's going to be incredible. I mean, the only thing I'm sad about is Timothy Oliphant is not Master Chief, which he was born to play that role, but 20 years too early because he would have been (laughs) the perfect casting for that. Um, Honestly, the space area at Epic Universe is a perfect option for Halo that no one has talked about. That's true. That would be a great, just an Eric. So, Wallen Ballin's question was, how would basically how would you build a, a new park to challenge Epcot? And space theme is something. I mean, Halo would be a perfect cornerstone of that entire area. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many space things you could go off of that too. Mass Effect. Well, no, 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 no. He was saying after Epic Universe, another gate. Yeah. Oh, so basically, okay. like an Epcot competitor. So what you could do as an Epcot competitor is you can have these different worlds from different video games, essentially. So you can have your Halos, you can have your Bioshock, you can have all these, you know, staples that we've grown up with. You can even have Lord of the Rings. I mean, you can have it all themed to Lord of the Rings and different stops along the way be the different countries that represent Epcot, like that Epcot has, Mm -hmm. like around that lake. So instead, like... If we were to do Lord of the Rings, if we were to say, hey, it's going to theme that park to Lord of the Rings, because we'd love to have that conversation. You can have one stop be Rivendale. You can have another one be Minas Tirith. You can have Mordor. You can have all these, um, the Shire. You can have all the places that exist in that world. Let's go. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Borderlands, baby. Let's go. Here's my take on a, a separate park. You have Xbox Game Studios land or something like that. Oh. 
Oh, you've got. They, I mean, they oh. own Halo. They've got Gears of War, Forza. Like, I mean, you could do like so. Like, like there's some options there. And you know who has a shit ton of money? Microsoft. Yes, that was very true. Be, bought, so, like, that's the other thing. Like, you tell Microsoft, "Hey, we're gonna theme this ride to Halo." They're gonna shell out a shit ton of money too because they don't want to put their name on a cardboard cutout like the mummy has. They're going to put some money into that ride to put that at next level. So that way you get that cross promotion of the gamers Mm -hmm. flooding those parks, halo flood, you know, that was meant to happen right there. Oh my God. Um, Uh, Jesus. And well, so here's, here's another point. So halo infinite, is it the last halo game? Is it number six or is it number one coming out? Yeah, they got another one. Uh, okay, so okay, so they do have one more, but still, they're uh, so unless they have another trilogy planned after this one, they're if, if they oh, want to continue. It's the last one, you're, or the most current one. Yeah, right. But like, how many more would they make? Essentially, would, That's true. Like, would they do another trilogy? Would they do an anthology? Like, yeah. How would they? I mean. I mean, you also can have um and Bungie just got bought too, so but no, they've been they've been Microsoft for a while. Wait, didn't no they weren't? Yeah, no, three three four three studios now owns or operates Halo. Microsoft, oh, okay. Microsoft still owns Halo. So like okay. the original okay. trilogy, um, then you have all the spin-offs, you had ODST, which that game was fantastic. Um then Halo Wars, all that stuff. I mean, there is so much. There's so much world that exists. Plus, you could then do like um, prequels of like you can just go the full Spartan route. I mean, there's so oh, yeah, much they, you can do. They do have all the books. That's right. They have so many books. Yeah. So, so I remember when there was only three books. And then I was mad because I never realized more books came out. And then there was like forty-seven books. Well, there's like a hundred books. But 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 the the whole point I'm trying to okay, make is all, like thank you. The, the video game franchise is probably coming to an end unless they can milk a couple more games like anthology games out of it. So how do you continue this franchise? And theme parks is one possible avenue. I mean, Tron is doing that with theme parks. Tron yeah. is the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Tron is a, truth be told, a failed movie concept. It has done poor, it's got cult following, but it's not a critical success in any regard for any level. Yeah, still waiting for that third movie. Right. God. Come on. Yeah. Would, would Daft Punk reunite for the third movie soundtrack? <laughs> Probably. I'll, I'll be here for it. Um. Yeah, just as a reminder, on... It was May 21st, 2013, that they said the Halo live action series was going to happen. Jeez. It has been nine years we've been waiting for that movie to happen, or that show to happen. Jeez. Bless you. Yes. I heard that. (laughs) On that note, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry, you got me on like my some of my favorite topics tonight. Oh, okay. Well, it is late after all. It is. So, I love you guys. Boys, 
Marcus, I will see you in less than 24 hours. Same with, or 48 hours. James, I'll see you in uh, a little over 24 hours. Yes, you will. Oh, baby, uh, here we go. Mark, once again, congrats, bud. I can't wait to meet baby spaghetti. Thank you, thank you. I can't wait to um, take your child to go ride kitty creds with you (laughs) in the future. Unashamedly um, riding kitty creds for years. The, the kid's first one has to be one of those Pischettis. Yes. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Yes. yes. You know okay. Andy Sandy can hook us up. Mark, I do have <laughs> one last question for you, though. And yes. this is how I want to end the show. Mark. Yes. Which coaster are you naming your child after? I'm not. Uh, I don't believe you. Steve, it is. Good job. Thank you, Mark. Oh, my gosh. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Have a good one.